headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. It's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. It's a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. And I am Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with best-selling author and Ramsey personality, Ken Coleman. So we are taking your calls about anything, life, money, relationships, career. So give us a call. And if you like the show, if you guys enjoy The Ramsey Show, whether it's on YouTube or podcast or traditional radio, make sure that, you know, tell your friends about it. Share the news. Uh, talk about, you know, kind of even what you find interesting yes. and, and introduce your friends to it. Because our goal, it's why we sit in these chairs for three hours every single day and do a live show right. is to help America. We want to really hit against the toxic culture that's going on and hopefully give some hope and some direction for what's going on in your life. So again, give us a call at 888-825-5225. All right, up first of the show this hour, Catherine in LA. All of Los Angeles. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I, I think I need some tough love as I Sit in my Tesla. Um, oh, over so plugged mine in about about well, an hour ago, Catherine. Well, I appreciate there that. goes the tough love because Rachel <laughs> loves her a Tesla. I do love a Tesla. Yeah, mine's paid for. I'll oh, say. very nice. Perfect. Um, so we don't have to sell it. We're doing good. <laughs> so, Check. So I do. I think I have so many complicated questions until I play over what I think you guys are going to say to me, and and I know the answer. So I was debt free, a millionaire with a property that was, you know, had a lot of equity and, you know, some money in the bank and a good income. And I was a single mom. Um, I was widowed at 39 and I, I had a nice nest egg, no debt. I met a fantastic man. Um, we got married a few years ago and with this awesome guy that, you know, adopted my daughter came a massive amount of debt. Um, Mm to the tune of close to a half a million dollars. And it was school loans and some credit card and some high interest, uh, short-term debt. And I want to know, um, you know, the nest egg that I had built up was mine, but it's ours. Um, the home equity, we sold that house, bought a house that we could all live in. We still have a lot of equity in that house, but am I, paying off his school loans so that we can be debt-free. We have two paid-for cars. We have a, a lovely income. I just really have a hard time paying off his past life. Yeah. And I hear that. And and I, um, you know, I feel like it's easier for us to kind of harp on the ones that just got married and they're like, oh, it's his debt, my debt. We're like, you've just entered to a marriage, you know. But when you've lived two separate lives in a sense, right, um, because you got married later, had kids, and it's like you're merging these two lives, I think it's a, it's a harder uh, pill to swallow. So I hear that, Catherine. So don't say that this is, I'm not saying that this is just easy because I do have my answer and it is kind of black and white, but I want you to hear that um, it is hard. Like, I, I, I get that. I absolutely get that. Uh, but here's here's the benefit. Let me say that. When couples can come together in a sense that you say, okay, this money that was mine, now I've inter- entered into a marriage, and that means I am becoming one with someone else and in every area of my life. 
And there's a sacrifice to that, right? You could put in money. You could put in time with that. You can put in maybe the way you want to raise kids, how you want to spend holidays. I mean, you could insert anything into that. And we just find that couples that have a sacrificial spirit in a sense to say, hey, I'm laying everything down and together we're going to build a life as one. They thrive and not just financially because financially I believe they do because you can run a race so much faster when both of you are on that same page. But I think it's even deeper than that, Catherine. There's a, there's a, there's a spiritual element there that when you say everything that I have is yours, even this nest egg and as hard as, hard as it is to be like, oh, when you become one with that person, it does something in your marriage. There's an intimacy and a, and, a, and a richness there. Now, I'll, I'll let Ken jump in, in a second. But my, own, my other asterisk, though, Catherine, is I really want to make sure that he's done with this, right? If his spirit is and his attitude is, God, I was so stupid. I took out all those loans. I wish I didn't. Uh, never doing it again. We're living debt-free. And it's this attitude shift as well that you guys have the same value system then I feel like it would be easier to say, yeah, we're in this together. Now, if he doesn't and he's still kind of messing around with debt and it's a value system of yours to live debt-free, then we have a marriage issue there, yeah. of a values issue. Does that make sense, Catherine? Absolutely. Yeah. And and I, I so connect with what you said. I think where I've played this is, you know, I put our house on a 15-year mortgage. We paid off both of our cars. And I have him putting all of his income into his school loan payments every month. And I hit the house really hard and I make sure everything else is debt free. I don't know that if I just paid those off, if that money that he has every month that's going off those loans would just disappear. So I I don't know that. Okay, so I feel like we're on the same page when we talk retirement, but I don't know if short term he would have the intensity to get that loan debt off and that money might just disappear somewhere else. Okay, that that's what I was wondering because I could feel that you were like, I know what you're going to say and I know that there's something that's really eating at you. Are you guys, I have two questions, are you guys uh, uh, shared, you guys shared bank accounts, you guys doing all your money together or are you guys separate bank accounts? Um, separate bank accounts? Yeah, I, I, could, yeah. I could tell. I pay all the bills. I know. So it's, but here's my yeah. point. Here's why I asked the question. That's what's eating at you because you've got some natural psychological tension. And that's why, Dave, and as an extension, we for decades have said, we want you. And Rachel just gave you the whole unity thing. And so you agreed with everything Rachel said. So if you agree with everything Rachel said, and I know you did. So you guys need to combine bank accounts because that's where the tension is coming from. You're like, this is my money. Oh yeah, I've worked hard. And then you're like, I'm having him put all of his income mm-hmm. into the student loan. And so therein lies the tension by which you called today. Yep. So I, I and listen, first of all, let me say, I completely understand why you feel the way you feel. I share Rachel's opinion on it. I get it. But you guys have decided to be married and it's a long-term play, yes or no? Yes, absolutely. So today, we combine bank accounts. I still like the strategy of taking all of his income. I love the intensity, but I would not do him on the student loans and you on the house. It's no, we're going to put this in the baby steps. So we're going to put the student loans in baby step two, and you've done this before. And so both of you attack the student loans 
and then both of you pay off the house. Yeah, and Catherine, hold on, because Austin's going to pick up, and we're going to give you a, a year subscription to Ramsey Plus, and it has every dollar in there, which is our budgeting app. And I was just texting with my husband this morning about a horse, because I was like, what's this Venmo? Where should it go? And so I want you guys to budget together for three months, okay? And I want to say by February, there might be a more emotional ease for you yep. to, to pay everything, pay it all off together as a team. Once you guys have been, even from a tactical sense, budgeting together it's coming out of one account like there is a unity there versus a separation like ken was saying so Catherine, i hope that helps but stay on the line austin will pick up this is the ramsey show One of the most common pieces of advice I give folks trying to get out of debt is to sell the car. And I get it. That's easier said than done. Selling a car takes a lot of time and hassle unless you use CarWiser. CarWiser is a free service that gets you the best offers instantly from dealers around the country. And it couldn't be simpler. Just enter your vehicle's information and boom, you've got offers to choose from. So go to CarWiser.com slash Ramsey. That's CarWiser.com slash Ramsey. the Ramsey show so there was a I don't know funny funny is that the word a funny commercial an ad that came out exactly one year ago today and it has not aged well Ken oh you're talking about uh, uh, Matt Damon the Matt Damon Uh, it was only funny in that it was so cheesy serious just you know i remember it was like these big bold historical moments it. do we have it i think we have it oh do, do we, we have, have the actual commercial okay, play, oh let's roll it. this play it with those who almost adventured who almost achieved but ultimately for them it proved to be too much oh devastating then there are others the ones who embrace the moment climb a snowy mountain look at this guy and commit yes and in these moments of truth, mm. these men and women. The airplane. The Wright these brothers. Mere mortals. Didn't get that one. Whoa. Just like They're just me. in the club. As they peer over the edge, they calm their minds and steal their nerves with four simple words that have been whispered by the intrepid since the time of the Romans. Wait for it. Fortune what? favors the brave. Crypto.com. Yeah. So, okay. So I remember watching that. That was perfect. That's like, I thought it was a Velveeta commercial. (laughs) Like we were going to see a block of cheese like float through the sky. So bad. And and so this is fun because this was a year ago. And you want, you, you know, there's a term now. The kids use on social media. Ooh, what is it? Like this tweet didn't age well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've yeah, heard that yes, phrase. Yes. Well, did this commercial well. did not age well. Uh, let's just look at the numbers. Um, by the way, I like Matt Damon. Okay, none of this <laughs> is an attack Damon. on Matt Damon. You know, the no. guy got paid handsomely to say all those ridiculously sure. cheesy lines. Yes. Uh, had you uh, uh, calmed your mind and, and did what Matt Damon told you to do, and you spent a thousand dollars worth on Bitcoin that day. Um, it was worth 60608 back then, near its peak price. Which is pretty amazing. It would now just be worth $340. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So 
I don't know if fortune favors the brave or the wise. I think it's the wise. Now, am I sane? I mean, Dave and I have talked about this, you know, just just kind of privately about cryptocurrency. I mean, right now it is so wildly speculative, not just because of the ups and downs, but because these kind of things rarely go unregulated. That's the whole point. It's going to be right. unregulated. Governments right. can't. Well, guess what? No. The Biden administration has already come out and said, well, we're going to come out with ours. Other world governments going to do the same thing. And, and so when something is unregulated, it's also unprotected. And you can lose your shirt and a whole lot of other things. So... Pretty interesting, and, 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 and we have some fun at this because this is why we preach wisdom with money. Don't yes. be speculative and take this. Because Matt Damon could talk you into going, oh, wow, I, I want to be like Orville, uh, Orville and Wilbur. Uh, right, and I want to fly a plane, and, and I want to invest a thousand dollars. Thank you for knowing the brothers' first names. Somebody has well to. Well done. Well, it's you got to make fun of me sometime during the show today. But I mean, it's it's just it's playing on our emotions to get us to do something, and then walk around going, "Hey, I'm really brave." And what you really are is you're adult. You're a moron if you make a decision financially like that with no background, no research, and it's a wild risk. You might as well just take $1,000 and burn it. Well, for me, it's the long-term track record. That's what I always go back to, right? Yeah. If I'm going to put my money in something, I'm like, I just want to know that there's like, it's not everything's going to be predictable, right? The market, you, you know, who knows what's going to happen after November in the midterms and, and the market. We yeah. may see something move. Like, like right. you, you don't know. We don't have a crystal ball. But you can look over the scope of time on something. And for me... If it's my hard-earned money that I've worked for, I'm like I just want to—I want to put it somewhere that I know, right? And have pretty great certainty right. that over the course of time, right? Uh, I'm going to make more on right. it. So, uh, yeah, the crypto thing, and it's so—it's such a fascinating thing because I just feel like so many celebrities have jumped on it. Well, of course they jumped on. It. They get paid handsome money to do yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but he like, doesn't even know not, what cryptocurrency is. It's not like there's like an online bank that all the you know yeah. that's pay, like it's just it's yeah. pretty funny just the just that whole genre, and they've attracted yeah. the celebrity pop culture aspect of well, life. Well, our colleague which, George Camel likes to call crypto. What does he call Mary Kay for young men? Kay it's a great men. line. And I will say this really quick before we move on. The thing I love about that commercial that is so ridiculously funny is it's all about these big, bold moves, and then it shows a dude making his move in a nightclub. Like, what was that doing in there? <laughs> I, I still don't get this. Like, here's here's a guy climbing Mount Everest, here's space astronauts, and then here's some dude. Hey. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. So, anyway. Well. One year ago today, the, Matt Damon challenged you the fortune to be brave. favors the brave. You would have been better off taking that $1,000 and playing craps with it in Vegas. Especially with me as you're at your table. Well, you are the hot hand. That's all I'm hand. saying. All you I'm saying. have the hot hand. No question about it. All right. Up next is Cy in Utah. Hi, Cy. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Doing well. How can we help? Well, I just have kind of a two-part question. Um, trying to just plan for the future. Um, I'm 21 and my girlfriend is 21 as well. Um we're just trying to decide, you know, how we should go forward with looking for a place to live. We want to get married sometime next, maybe late spring, early summer. And with the way house prices are right now, and we just weren't sure if we should rent or look into a small, um, cheaper home. But um, my, I, I was gone for the past two years uh, serving a mission for my church and so I wasn't making any income during that time. 
I've been home since May and I've been working, uh, started a trade school. Um, and my girlfriend has been saving like a mad woman for those two years as well. Um, she's managed to save about $83,000. Oh, wow. Um, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. She did. She did awesome there. That's great. Well, Um, well, let me tell you this. I, one of the things that we have found, um, is in that first year of marriage, I would just rent. I wouldn't put the pressure of finding a home um, because you'll soon find out very quickly that a home ownership in general is just very expensive. And there's Mm -hmm. just a level of responsibility that you take on as a homeowner. And if you don't have to have that, especially your first year marriage of transitioning and kind of figuring out life together and you're able to just rent and you have a landlord, you let the housing market do what it's going to do. But you guys then have a chance to say, okay, what part of the city do we want to live in? You know, where specifically do we want to be? How far do we want to be from our parents? How close do we want to be from our parents? Like, Boy, all, that's a key detail. All of that. You just learn mm-hmm. a lot about life and each other and even what you want. Like as you, as you live life together, even over a year, you start to see, okay, here are the things that we really value that we are going to want in a home. And you just don't know all of that before you're married. So I always recommend okay. pausing that first year of marriage. So you're looking at, again, spring, summer of 24 to buy something. And you guys have time. Don't rush it. You're okay. Um, everyone's going to be like, buy a house, buy a house, buy a house, buy a house. Renters go to mm-hmm. hell. Buy a house, buy a house, buy a house. And it's like, you don't have, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You're not throwing money away. You're being patient okay. and you're being wise. So that that's what we always so, recommend. So the other part of my question then is a lot of people um, in my family have been kind of pressuring me to maybe get a credit card now and start building credit so that I can help her maybe take out a, a loan eventually. And I don't know if that's the smart thing to do or not, because I'm yes. after listening to this show, I'm pretty terrified to yeah, get a credit totally. card. Yeah, totally. Well, the reason that you build up a credit score, yes, is some people would say, well, to get a mortgage. And that is true. You use a credit score to get a mortgage, but you also don't have to have a credit score to get a mortgage. You can do what's called manual underwriting, but you guys are going to have to be current on a job and with other bills for, I think, on average, two years. So the process does take a little bit longer, uh, but it's worth it. It's not worth going in and playing the credit card game and trying to get your points and get your credit score up and do all of that. Mm -hmm. It's worth just staying debt-free. You guys having that black and white value system, I think, is really helpful to say together, we're not taking on any debt. But hold on the line. Um, Austin's going to pick up. We're going to give you Financial Peace University. For you guys as a, as a wedding gift for it to come. And you guys go through it together. And then you guys make these decisions together. Uh, but hopefully you come, come to the same page. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. 
On Wednesday, we announce our very first Smart Conference weekend, a full weekend here in Nashville, and it'll actually be our very first event at the new Ramsey Event Center. This is very exciting. So fun. Oh, we cannot wait to host you guys. And Nashville, I mean, it's a destination city. Come on. And hot chicken, waffles. (laughs) Chicken and waffles, country music. I mean, Sweet you never tea. know who you're going to run into. I know. It's so good. And Smart Conference, it's it's probably one of my favorite events that we do. It is Absolutely. the biggest event that we do at Ramsey, and it is a jam-packed event that we cover every area of your life. So again, we're hosting it at the new Ramsey Event Center, and it's going to be the entire weekend, and it's not only... Again, going to, to help you in your in your life, in every area of your life, but we're going to make it a full Nashville experience. So, And we got a Friday night, then all day Saturday. Which is so, so fun. So the stuff that we're scheming and dreaming about for that Friday night, you just never know who's going to show up. I know. It's so great. You know what I mean? Gonna, you never know here in Nashville. We got some yeah. good friends in Nashville, we so you do. never know. We you do. never know. We do. But the personalities will be speaking um, all day Saturday and maybe even Friday. We'll see. But it'll be myself, Dave Ramsey, Ken Coleman sitting here next to me, George Camel, Dr. John Zaloni, and Christina Ellis. And here's the deal. We only have limited tickets for this event, and the platinum level is already sold out. Is it really? Two days, already sold yeah, out. People want to come to Nashburg. Yeah, so there's things that, are, obviously, these are going fast, but we still have only VIP and general admission left. Wow. And every pass will include a souvenir badge to commemorate the grand opening weekend yeah. which is so great the so uh, ramsey event center is uh, a shining city on a hill literally it's a, a monster edifice that is uh, just beautiful it's awesome it yeah. is awesome so that weekend is april 14th and 15th again it's a friday and saturday um a friday night and all day Spring saturday in nashville are you kidding it's wonderful. me? wonderful. Tickets start at $79 and you don't want to wait. So go to RamseySolutions.com slash events to reserve your smart your spot at Smart Conference. I can't wait for that. Can I wear linen that early? Or do I have to wait till Memorial Day? Do you know what the cutoff is? <laughs> not many, minutes, not many men in my life ask about linen. Is it jacket or pants? I don't know. I started thinking about a spring event and getting all fancy for the people. And I thought, people- is it too early for linen? No, April No, April feels right. That I, feels I, good. I typically wear the linen for Easter Sunday. I, I like know. to break out the linen uh, seersuckers. Were you a, you're a uh, seersucker. Stacey really likes preppy Ken. Wow. She does. Yeah. Wow. And I, I do too. Let's be honest. You know, man, that like takes me back to college. We did seersucker in college well, you know. back in the day, but yeah. not so much There's anymore. nothing wrong with it. And uh, no. th- to really, to really Preppy just. Preppy can. Yeah. And I, I like to wear the saddle shoes with them. So that just really brings the whole outfit. <laughs> whole outfit. So that's definitely a reason to today. come I to Smart Conference. If you come to Smart Conference, despite Dave's objections, I will but wear some seersucker pants with uh, with some fantastic. saddle shoes. I think fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worth every penny. Yeah, it might worth be. every penny you pay for it. Yeah. There you go. All right. Next up, we have Drew and in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hey, Drew, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. How can we help? So, in the past five months, I um, I recently bought a house. So, I'm new to having a mortgage. And I might have bought a car, too. So, I have a car payment. And I just wanted to know what you guys recommend me doing as far as paying them both off. Like, do I, I'm guessing you're going to say do the car first. But I just wanted to see what you guys think, like, what I should do. Sure. Um, how much do you make a year, Drew? 
Um, I make around five grand a month. Okay. And how much is the car payment? Uh, six hundred. Okay. Um, how? What other debt do you have? That's it. Just a house and car. Just that. Okay. How much is the car worth? Um, I'm. I think in today's market, like forty grand. Okay. Drew, I'm gonna tell you to sell the car. Okay, that's that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, wah, your car wah, wah. costs as much as you take home. If you yeah. if you, you know what I mean, like I mean, it's almost what you make in a year. Yeah, I know. Drew, how old are you? Twenty one. Yeah, it's great. You're fine. Listen, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. What kind of car is it? It's a Subaru WRX. Oh yeah. Okay. Got to get rid of it. 2021. Yeah. I know. Come on, Drew. Because here's the deal. No one should ever That's pay that much for a Subaru. $600 car payment a month. Can you imagine if you just kept it? If you just had that money? So do you guys recommend I just take what I have saved and buy like a, well, a beater car? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. You got to save up for something a little nicer. It'll motivate you to get something better than the beater. Okay. Uh, how much do you have in All savings? Right. Uh, around fifteen grand. Okay, oh, good for you. Good for you. So Drew. wait, 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 wait. Well, so hold on a second. What's the car worth? You think? Car is worth what I owe. I just bought it when I bought the house like six months ago. All right. So you basically zero out a little bit. So you would have. So you would have. Uh, do you have any other debt? No. Okay. So you got a thousand dollars in the emergency fund. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you got fourteen to work with. Yeah. Dude, let me just tell you something. I. And, I'm very passionate about this subject because I'm looking mm-hmm. for a car for my 16-year-old. Yes. So I'm looking all the time. All right? Dude, listen to me. You can get way better than a beater for fourteen grand right now. You absolutely can. Okay. Yeah. So I, I love your spirit, but you don't have to get a piece of crap. Not with what you've got. And Drew, I would even I would even back it down. Not I wouldn't spend all 14 no, grand. I would no. yeah, keep some in savings because yeah. you want to have a three to six month emergency fund. Yeah. So you'll get that pretty yeah. quickly. Um, and then once you have that complete, then you can look to see. So I would buy something now. Seven to ten. Yeah, seven to ten. Keep the keep the remainder. You know, build up your emergency fund, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then from there, you're like, okay, you can save. Then save up, and 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 yeah. you can keep stepping up in car. That's the great thing about. Obviously, the market's a little strange right now. But that's the great thing about cars is I'm like you can continue to like you can drive something. You can kind of make it look all nice. Sell it. Right now, maybe sell yep, it for more than what you bought it for. Possibly, and I gotta then, look into it. And then keep just stepping up. So you, a car is not something that you feel like you have to have, you know, like a house. We want no. you to have it more than five years. No. But a car, yeah. you can keep stepping up whenever you want. So that's the thing. And and I just don't want this six hundred dollars. I want you to start investing into retirement. I want you to start doing things for the long term, and paying off the house early. And this six hundred dollars is going to go so far for you, Drew. So far for you. So. Um, I would just chalk it up to saying, "Hey, uh, do it today." I, by I the made way. a I made a mistake. I got in the heat of the moment, buying a new house, want a new car. I want to be an adult. I'm 21. I'm out on my own. And you got a little a little ahead of yourself, Drew. So I would uh, yeah. I'd sell I'd sell the car and do it now. Like don't wait for this to wear off and somebody else to talk you out of it. Yes, you know that's what I worry about. Young people, you got so many people that are older than them that have a place of influence in their life. Yep. And and they tell them to do stupid stuff. You know, we had a we used to have a video. I wonder if we still have it. Uh, it was an old video back when I started speaking right out of college. This was 13 yeah. years ago. I used it in my presentations for high schoolers. It was called Drive Free, Retire Rich. Yeah. And Alan Harris, who used to be on the content yeah. team here, he voiced it. Yeah. And it was this great four-minute video. Yeah. 
And it showed instead of having a car payment, if you invested your money yep. and you invested a car payment every month yeah, and then on the side, you saved up some money yeah. and you kept stepping up in car, yeah. basically what you could make in just interest on that mutual fund by the time you're like 55 would pay for yeah. new cars for the rest of your life, yeah. taking that interest. Like, yeah, I love so that. it's just the power of where are you putting your money? And when yeah. you're putting your money in a car payments and in a loan and paying interest on something that's going down in value for the yeah. most part, I know used cars are weird right now, but do you know what I mean? It's just this mindset shift of how do I use my money to work for me? Yeah. Instead of letting it work for the bank. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening when you take out a car payment. That's absolutely right. Yeah, I, I love it. And I just think so many people get, I mean, there's a, there's a very popular subset or set of videos out on TikTok of people just telling everybody with a giant smile on their face how much they owe in a, I mean, what their car payment is. Like it's a badge of honor. And mm-hmm. people are like, we owe $1,200. And, and they're like all excited about it. And it's just become the norm to where it's just like, hey, everybody does it so we don't even think about how detrimental it is to our financial life and our life in general so and what it know, could be yep used so cars good. are great paid for cars are even better yes thanks drew for calling hope you make the right decision sell the subaru this is the ramsey show Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz hosting this hour with Ramsey personality and best-selling author Ken Coleman. By the way, I uh, I should have emailed you before the show Ooh, or maybe okay. a courtesy text to tell okay. you to wear your uh, UT stuff because I know you're very proud. Uh, we were at a live event and you were telling everybody that would listen, you know, go Vols, which you should. Go Vols. And uh, I'm wearing the uh, Michigan gear today, the Michigan Wolverines undefeated. So uh, both of our teams are in the top four uh, I believe, uh, and so which I still it still just yeah. makes my heart glad when yeah. I hear that. I haven't heard that phrase. I know for the University of Tennessee. Welcome, in, welcome. The water's nice. And over probably we're there, the I winningest mean, program, by the way, in college football history. Michigan is total wins. So I just want to point that out. And we play Sparty, our hated rival. And I this think weekend. that you're because Neyland Stadium, Neyland, as some would say, is, is slightly less seats than Michigan. I the know. big house. I know, but we're the two largest, two largest stadiums. Yeah. I know. And Tennessee's what one hundred six. Somewhere in that range. I should have. My point is, is I should have had you wear some Tennessee gear. I, I didn't let have. you know that I, I was going to be. I actually had my old. Uh, yeah sweatshirt on this morning yeah, my lady Tennessee out, crest yeah lady out in the lobby right now uh at Ramsey Solutions watching she's she's uh, touting her Wisconsin gear I don't mm. know why god bless her so sorry they're terrible so sorry, but uh, we still like her <laughs> oh fall is great a little though. bit of trolling and trash talk fall to start the segment great, James though. we love football we love here. football and trolling. especially college football yeah it's, it's fun best. it's the best all right up next we got Tracy in Nashville hey Tracy welcome to the show Hey, how are you guys today? We're doing great. How can we help? So my husband and I are going to be receiving some money at the end of this year, and we're not sure what to do with it. How much? So we we're calling for suggestions. Okay. 
um, between what we're going to be receiving and what we have in the bank, we're going to have about 700000 Whoa. That's great. How much is that? I'm curious. How much have you guys saved? How much of that 700000 is what you saved versus what you're going to receive? Uh, we saved 130 of that. Okay. So it's a lot coming from wow. the sell of this. Okay. That's great. Good give for us, you guys. Uh, give yeah. Rachel a snapshot here. So do you have any debt? We are debt-free. House um, too. We make yes. Everything wow. is paid off completely. Amazing. Um, we wow. our income is between three fifty and four hundred a year. Whoa! Um, Good for you guys, Tracy. That's ex- well that's done. done. This is all. This is all new. This is all just kind of transpired within the last few months. So okay. We're not sure what to do with this lump coming in, and then we're not sure what to do with all the extra that we're not going to have on a monthly basis. Okay. So, um, so what happened in the next the, the past few months that created this big this big of a change um a, a firm that we were a partner in was merged with another company so we received um our investment return okay i gotcha i gotcha and will you still be making that kind of money after this all happens yes, yes. you will okay that's great yeah. well well done tracy that is very exciting um so you know when it comes to this kind of thing and and there's no debt you have obviously savings you know, it gets down to those basics, Tracy, that what you do with money, you can give it, you can save it, and you can spend it. And I recommend doing all three. So I would sit down with your husband and um, and I would look at it and say, okay, what are, what are things that we are passionate about that we want to give to? And I would really plug in to, you know, as many as you guys want, but maybe two, two places, uh, whether they're ministries or whether they're nonprofits, but something that that you guys really have a heart for. And I would encourage you to dig into all of that and and give some of this, the amount, you know, up to you, what you want. You know, we always teach giving 10% uh, and even mm-hmm. more, uh, but I would recommend that. I would put some in investments. I would continue to fund retirements and then you guys can look to see, okay, you know, what else do we want to do? Do we want to open up a mutual fund, throw some money in? Do we want to do real estate? Because with this kind of money, you could buy buy a property if you've wanted to and kind of get into into real estate as an investment. And then you guys need to take some of this and enjoy it and go on a nice trip or, or buy something that you've wanted to buy for a while. You know, uh, I would I would recommend to enjoy some of it as well. So it's really those three buckets, um, which is what's so funny about money to me, Tracy, is like those are the three things I teach my kids is you give, you save, you spend. And it's just the <laughs> truth of what we can, what we still do today. And and I would recommend, yeah, doing doing all three. Uh, Tracy, I would look up uh, several smart vester pros at RamseySolutions.com right here in our area. And I would sit with a minimum of three if you don't already have one. Do you have one already? We do. And we they aren't aware of this money yet. We just found out this week. Okay, great. Great. Okay, so let me... Get a game plan before we tell them. Great. Because what we have in the market's down 30 percent so i'm not sure i want to put it in the market yeah but that you know that it's a discount right now and especially for you guys where you at you are financially in unbelievable shape i haven't stopped investing in my 401k i haven't stopped investing because i'm getting stuff at a discount just give you an idea i don't know what it's done the last day but uh, two or three days this week the market was back up so you know this is the roller coaster it's how it goes uh just i'll revise my advice i want you to go sit with your smart investor pro 
You guys already have a relationship and go, hey, here's what's happened. And I think Rachel's advice is tremendous. I think I would give. I, first of all, I'd celebrate. I'd spend some, do something great with that kind of windfall. Make yeah. a memory for crying out loud. That's what Stacy and I would do. We'd go, okay, we're going to carve <laughs> out. I'm serious. Carve out some of this money and yeah. do something that you'll talk about when you're 80. I'd do that. I think Rachel's right. I would, I would, I would give a, a nice chunk of it out of gratitude and making an impact. And then the rest of it, I would invest with your SmartVestor Pro and multiply that windfall uh, for more celebrating, more giving. Um, so I think you're in great shape. Sit down and come up with a plan, and they'll walk you through all your fears. By the way, tell them that. you you got to okay. sit with your SmartVestor Pro and go, you know what? I, I've seen my accounts take a 30% ding. You know, I, 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 I want to mm-hmm. sit on this. And let's just walk through it, talk through all the scenarios. Um, but I think you guys are in great shape, and I'm glad you have a SmartVestor Pro you can trust. And uh, this is amazing. But hey, can I just tell you, Mm -hmm. I want you to have a little dream session tonight. Like, like what's that big memory that we might make, you know? Let's go celebrate yeah, with some I'm of this. Still kind of just in shock about it all. So I think For it's going to sure. take me a little yeah. while. Just and to grasp, that's just right. To and this that's right. So yeah. helping you come out of the shock, let's dream a little bit and come up with a great trip or some unbelievable thing and then come up with a, a crazy blessing for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll bring you okay. down to earth pretty quick. Absolutely. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Send Tracy. us a postcard. I know. <laughs> Remember those? Do you even know what a postcard yeah, is? I don't know. Yes. You're always making fun of me with my old age and I know, all that I stuff. am youthful. I would I like a postcard. postcard. I would like a postcard from Tracy. From Tracy. Where Dear she Rachel goes? and Ken. Here's Hi. where we went. Had a great Here's lobster meal in Fiji today. Thought you'd want a picture of it. Oh. I don't know what it is. You know, and what's funny too, I'm like, you know, with, I guess with a certain amount of money, and Dave says it all the time, but he's like, you know, once you eat, you know, too much lobster can start to just taste like soap. Like, I'd like, like to try that. There's though. a point that like stuff <laughs> is just stuff and stuff is not wrong. Yeah, it right. is okay to have nice stuff. So right. we are definitely not against that. And just like we told Tracy, go and enjoy some of it. Yeah. Um, but man, there is there is just nothing like hearing about a single mom yes. who's struggling and you just show up with a car. And you're like, here you go. Oh, here's a totally. car. That's here's exactly a car. right. Or there's a family, you know, that's doing foster care yeah. and you just go and yeah. show up with a thousand oh dollar Amazon gift card. Yes. Because that's nothing for Tracy right now. Yeah. Seven hundred thousand. A thousand dollars would freaking change yeah. someone's life yeah. in that way. Right. So like, true. I mean, it's that kind of yeah. stuff that come is in and just, just like take care of someone's Christmas. Oh, man. That just had no hope at all. I mean, you're exactly right. There's there's, so much fun in that. There's no five star resort that's going to give you that feeling. Yes. And uh, and and I want you to do both, right? And and that's and that's the that's the fun of all of this is that you you get to experience. But I think that you know when I talk to a lot of people in the money space, that generosity piece is not always there in teaching. And so I do want all of you listening to. To, it, to let that be a motivation too, right? Those of you that are getting out of debt, you know, you're in baby steps one through three and you're pushing forward, like go and enjoy and have fun with your money. Use it as a tool and, and enjoy it. But also dream about like, man, what are the what are the crazy things we could do one day? What if we paid for someone's adoption? Like, like right, like just have these these dreams. You know what I think would be so fun? fun? Show up and meet somebody and go, hey, we're going to Fiji for the next 10 days and uh, we're taking you with us. <laughs> You're not going to stay with us, but we'll take you. We'll just take you. We'll drop you off on the that's other good. side of the aisle. That's great. Well, that's that's a good hour in the books, Ken. Thanks to everyone in the booth. All you gentlemen back there. Thank you, Ken. This is The Ramsey Show.
it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. 